Good morning, everybody. Today we're learning Yeshua Paraktes. In Paraktes, we saw that Klai Yisrael wins over the battle with the city of Ai. In Paraktes, the rest of the nations are getting ready to battle against Klai Yisrael. After they hear about the fact that Klai Yisrael won the war, they are going, getting ready to fight against Klai Yisrael. However, the Ga'inim are the exception. The Ga'inim decide they're not going to fight. Rather, they're going to, make, they're going to try to make a trick. They dress up as if they're from a faraway nation. They dress up as if they're coming from a very far place. And they come to make a peace treaty with Klai Yisrael. And Klai Yisrael is tricked. Klai Yisrael thinks that they really are from a faraway place. They make a peace treaty with them. Afterwards, after three days, they discover that the whole thing was a ruse, and really they were from Eretz Yisrael. But because they made a shul, because they swore that they're not going to do anything bad to them, so therefore they did not want to break their shul, they couldn't kill them. But Yeshua told them that they're going to be the water drawers and the wood choppers in, amongst Chai So let's see, jumping right in, Paraktas, Pasuk Aleph. When the Zayin Amim, all the nations in Eretz Canaan and Eretz Yisrael heard about the fact that Klai Yisrael won the Mohammeds. If you take a look, the Mitzudah's Dabur brings down Kishmash, Kavshah, Sa'ai, Beroiv, Amu, Tachpula. But Klai Yisrael won over I with their Tachpulas, with their tricks. And the Malm elaborates and explains even more that... That when they heard that Klai Yisrael required to do a natural war, that they required that they fight using natural means, that they had to use a whole ambush, and they didn't have an ace happen to them, so then the other nations thought that maybe now we can win against Klai Yisrael. I mean, by Yerichai, that an ace happened, so we can't beat them. However, since they saw that Klai Yisrael fought Apidar Chatava, they decided they're going to try to fight. They united and they fought against Klai Yisrael, which is interesting. This is one of the times, unfortunately, we find that the nations unite together when they have a common goal of destroying Klai Yisrael. The Magistan Chume actually brings down, Parshas Neal brings down, this is one of the three places that the nations of the world didn't just rebel against the didn't just rebel against Klai Yisrael, they rebelled against Hashem as well. That the Magistan brings down, Mishlesh Mekayimitz Cholku Ba'i Olam Al-Kadosh Baruch Achaz Khan. And one time they use Yeshua, and one time that the nations of the world came together by the Migdal bubble against Hashem. They came against the Kaddish here as well, because they knew that Klaus was supposed to inherit the world, inherit Israel. And Alpha Pekin, they came and they united to fight against Klaus Israel. Then at the time of Gagumagai, they're also going to unite to fight against Klaus Israel. Pasuk Beis. That they got together with one pechad, with one voice, that they're going to fight against However, the they heard what Yeshua did to the people in Yerusha and the people in Ai. They also did, did a trick, and they made believe that they're coming from a very far place. Rashi brings down what's Ba'arma. Rashi says that just like Klaisel acted Ba'arma, like the Bnei Yaakov acted Ba'arma, that they said, by, they did a trick by the city of Shechem. So the, they, them also, the people in Givayin, they also made a trick. It says the Pasuk, So they took these very old sackcloth, they put them on their donkeys, they took these old flasks, and they put wine in them. And they wore old clothing, they wore old worn-out shoes, and they brought dried up bread. Again, they're trying to pretend that they were from a very far place. So they came to Klaisel, they came to the Machina, and they told Klaisel, we, we came from a very far place, and we came to make Shalom, we came to make peace with you, we want to make a bris with you. So Klaisel turned back there and they said, So they turned to the Gavainim and they said, How do you know they really from a faraway place? Maybe you're from among us, and we can't make a bris with, with you. And again, we'll speak more about this at the end of the parak. It's a really big discussion in, in the Mefarshim and the Rishonim already. 
What exactly? Why did the Gvayim have to do a trick? We're going to see the Pasuk and Shaitan says that before you go out to Muhammad, you have to ask the nations before you fight with them, do they want to make Shalom? Do they want to make peace? And if they accept that they want to make Shalom and there's certain conditions that they have to be Mekayim, the Zion, they have to be Mekayim, the Shemitz they have to be your Avadim, they have to pay taxes, they have to live under your conditions. Then the Allah is that you don't fight with them, you accept their shalom, you accept their peace. So why are they going to do the trick? However, we'll discuss that more at length at the end of the park. But the point is that they could not accept them, they could not accept the bris if they were amongst them. So therefore, the Kaisal said to them, How do you know that you're really from a faraway nation? Maybe you're from the Zainam, maybe you're from Eretz So now the people turn to Yeshua. Rabbanel explains that after they tried talking to Kaisal, they turned to Yeshua and they said, Maybe you can help us, we're your servants. We came to make a treaty. Yeshua expected something was up. And Yeshua said, Where are you from? So they responded, We're from a far, far away nation, and we heard what Akadish Baruch did for you in Mitzrayim. We also heard what Akadish Baruch did to the, to the kings in Eber Yardin. And we also heard what Akadish Baruch did to And the Radak explains over here that they specifically didn't speak out that they heard about the Nays from about the Yardin because they wanted to make believe that they were, very, they were from a very far place and they didn't hear about the new, the new news that just happened. So they just they told Yeshua, oh, we heard about all the old Nisim. So they told Yeshua that the, el- the elders of the people in our land told us we should go on a journey, we should go on a trip to go Greek and they sent us to make a breast, make a peace treaty with you. This used to be bread, it was very soft when he left, and now it's all hard. And now it's very hard and crusty bread because it's such a long journey. And they said, Our shoes and our clothing and our wine, the flasks of wine we had originally, they were all nice and new. However, now, since we took such a long journey, now they're all dusty. Now they're all old. By says the pasuk Yedalid that Klaistal brought into their trick. They brought into the roof as Pi Hashem and they did not ask Hakadosh Baruch which the Mepharshim speak out over here that they really should have turned to Eliezer. They had the Urmatumim. The Rabag over here explains that they should have turned Eliezer Kain Shayetzli Urmatumim Commission of Material Lufnei Eliezer Kain Yamid they should have asked Elazar, they should have asked Yerumatumim what the appropriate thing to do, however they did not ask, and they made the decision on their own, and that's why, unfortunately, they made this mistake. It's interesting, Yaakov Amalaiz brings that over here, that it's clear that you should suspect that something was off. Yeshua was asking them, where are they from, and where did they come from, who are they? So why did Yeshua still suspect, if he, if he had his suspicions, why was he macabre So Yaakov Amalaiz explains, and number one, he gives a few different reasons. He says one reason is that since he heard that they were willing to machnir themselves, they spoke about how Hakadosh Baruch Hu runs the world, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu took him out of Mitzrayim. So therefore, Yeshua was confident that they were going to be good people in Klai, so they're good people to make a peace treaty with. And number another reason he brings down because Yeshua felt it'd be tremendous kiddush Hashem if the nations of the world come to Klai and tell them that we want to make a peace treaty with you, we want to live under you. That would be a tremendous kiddush Hashem, and that's how Yeshua felt that even though he had he had his suspicions. He felt that it was appropriate to go about and to make the assumption that they're not from the Zion. Pasuk Tesvav Ayas Lahem. 
Yeshua made a bris with them that he's not going to kill them. They made a shvua that they're going to keep them alive. And it was three days after Klaisal made a peace After three days, Klaisal chapped the roots. They recognized that they were tricked and that they really, the Vinim were really living in Eretz Yisrael. On the third day, they reached the cities of the Gavainim. They reached the cities of the people who did the trick. However, they couldn't hit them. They couldn't kill them. Because the Shua, and the Edo, the nation went to complain to the Nisim. The Nisim responded, Unfortunately, we made a Shua in the name of Hashem. You can't attack them. You cannot fight with them because of our Shua. And it's interesting, the Rishayna point out here, and the Gemara Mgitin already speaks this out that even though it was a Shua Batas, even though technically they made the Shua, they swore under false pretenses because they really didn't, they really tricked them, so really the Shua shouldn't be Chal. However, the Gemara and Gideon speaks out, and take a look at Rabbah, the Radak, that because of the aspect of Chil Hashem, because of the aspect that if, if they would break the Shua, even though it was made Batas, it would be a tremendous Chil Hashem. So therefore, they kept their Shua, and they did not kill them. Rabbah explains, that the nations of the world would, would think that the Klai Yisrael doesn't keep their word, they don't have any Yerushalayim, they don't believe in Hashem, because they don't keep the, the words that they promised. So therefore, Klai Yisrael felt that even though it was a Shavu, which is made under false pretenses, they should still keep the oath. They said, no, we have to keep the Shavu out, you have to keep them alive, so that we're not over on the Shavu. But they said that they're going to be, the Gavainim are going to be the water drawer, the water carriers, and the wood choppers to serve Klai Yisrael. And then Yeshua turned to them and he said, Yeshua asks the Gavayim, he turns to him and he says, Why did you make this trick? Why do you trick me and tell me that you're from a faraway nation? You should be cursed. And you are going to be the wood choppers and the water jars for the base of Hashem, for the base of Migdash, for the, for the service of Hashem. So they respond to Yeshua and they said, they responded because we heard that Akadosh Baruch Hu promised to Moshe he's going to give Klai Yisrael to he's going to give Eretz Yisrael to Klai Yisrael and that everybody who's living in Eretz Yisrael is going to be destroyed so that's why we did this trick so because we were afraid for our lives we were scared so that's why we did this trick try, to try to save ourselves. Now they turn to Yeshua and they say that now you should do what you feel is appropriate, you should do what you feel is tayv and yasher, and we'll listen, we'll, we will follow whatever you say. If you feel it's appropriate that you kill us, then we'll accept that. However, we hope that you'll do something more than that. The Rabbanah explains that tayv is doing lefinim yasher din, yasher is yasher, yasher is doing kefi the din. So they were asking that you, you could do what's api the din, which is probably that you should kill us, but please also if you could do what's tayv, if you could do what's lefinim yasher din, save our lives. That Yeshua said, I'm not going to kill you, I'm going to save you. However, Yeshua said, they're going to be the water carriers and the wood choppers. They're always going to serve Israel. they're going to serve for the base of Mikdash, whatever the base of Mikdash is, they're going to be the wood choppers and the water carriers. Just one, two quick hours on this park. Number one, it's a big discussion. Did these Givainim, did these Nasinim convert to Israel or not? The Pasuk doesn't tell us. 
whether they're Megai or not. So it's a very interesting discussion. The Gemara and Yivamas and the Ayin Ches, Gemara and Kitten as well. Definitely an interesting discussion over there. There's also a big Machlekes in Rishayin in the beginning of Elonaris and Mishakos Ksubis. Whether there's an Issa Deraisa to marry these Nasinim, is that an Issa Deraisa? Is that only an Issa Rabbanim? Machlekes Rashi and Tais over there trying to figure out what exactly was David guys around, what was Moshe guys around, what's an Issa Deraisa, and what's an Issa Rabbanim. Now, another Shaila, another R over here. Is number first of all, the Neid Yehuda points out, and it's very interesting. That the Shail over there asked him, Is there a chiv for a person to keep a shvu if he's not holding a Sefer Terah, if he's not holding a Darush of Kedusha? So the Neid Yehuda says, Absolutely, it's a chiv. The, the importance of keeping a person's word is tremendously important, and the shvu is chal, even if he doesn't hold on to a Sefer Terah. And he brings a few rise from Nevi'im. One of the rise he brings is from our parakel here. He says that Klaisal made a shvu, that the, the Nesim made a shvu, that, that they're not going to kill the Gavainim. And he says, It doesn't sound like they went to the Ar, and it doesn't sound like they took out the Sefer Terah. So you see that the Shavu is chal, even if you don't hold the Sefer Terah. And he says, similarly, we had earlier on Yeshua and Parak Vav, we had the discussion when the Miraglim, when Yeshua and Kalev, when, I'm sorry, when Pinchas and Kalev made the Shavu to Rachel that they're going to save her family, there too, it doesn't sound like they had a Sefer Terah. So you see that a Shavu is chal, even if you're not holding a Darvish of Yeshua, which again, you see something very interesting over here that the Achreinim, the Neid Yehud, is willing to bring Rayas from Nevi'im and Suvim to prove a halachic point, to prove a halachic nekuda. And just one more ara. The Rishonim discussed in the first over here. The Ram already discusses this. Why exactly did the Gavayim come to do this trick? The Halacha is the Pasuk in Shavtim Parakha Pasuk Yid says that before Klaisel goes out to war, they have to send any Gerushalm. They have to ask them, do they? Do you guys want to make peace with us? And if they respond in the affirmative, then you don't fight with them. The Pasuk says, Kisikrav el ir liyachem aleh vikarasa elah l'shalim vayim shalim tanecha upaschalach vayakala anutzabai ilacha lemas ve'avadoch. The Halacha is. That you ask them if they want to make a peace treaty, if they respond that they want to, then they have to follow your conditions, they have to keep the Zaymitz B'nai Nayach, they have to give you a tax, they are going to be your servants, but Allah is, you're not allowed to fight with them. So, why did the Gavayim have to do this trick? So, the Ramba, so the easiest way to answer this Kash is that Rashi over there explains that this Pasuk is only talking about a Machemis Rashus. It's only talking about where Klaus was going out to war as a Rashus, but it's not a Machemis Chayva. And over here, which was a Machemis Chayva, it was a Machama, it was an obligation to go out to this war to capture Israel. So therefore, this entire Allah, this entire mitzvah doesn't apply. So that would answer the Kasha according to Rashi. However, the Rambam and the Ramban, you have to take a look over there in Shreftim, the Rambam is a Malach and Parakbab Allah Hey, seems to write explicitly that this applies in my Malachas Rashus. So why exactly, according to the Rambam, why did they go enough to do this trick? Why couldn't they just come up straight up to Klaus and say, you want to get peace treaty with you? So the Rambam over there explains, he asks this Kasha on himself, and he explains that. They could have done that, but they didn't realize what the conditions were and what exactly they had to do. So they, so therefore, they thought they had to do a trick, and that's why they came to do the trick because they didn't recognize the exact condition that they would have to file. They have to be servants. They have to pay a tax, etc. So that's why they came to do this trick. Tyson Gittin above offers another another interesting opinion. Tyson Gittin explains that the Allah is the only time that they're they're allowed to be makabel shalim. The only time that the people in Eretz Yisrael when they, when they have this opportunity to make peace before they fight, that's only if right away when they hear that you're coming, they come to make peace. However, Klaisal already was in Eretz Yisrael and they didn't. They were not makabel shalim right away. They only wanted to be makabel shalim much later on. So at that point, they lose their chance, lose their opportunity. And that's why they had to do this trick, because if not, they would be wiped out. The Radak over here offers another interesting solution. The Radak says, you're right, really, they could have came to Shalik. However, the, the, people, the people from Giving thought that since the Klaistral captured Yericha and I, and they made the assumption that Yericha and I also had this opportunity to get into Gerash Shalim. Also, they had opportunity to make peace with Klaistral. And they made the assumption that they said that they will make Shalim. And after peaking, Klaistral broke their, broke their, their treaty. They broke their... 
promised that they're going to have shalom with them. So therefore, the people in, in Gibbon said, if they, break, if they broke your treaty to the people in Yerucha and I, so they can break your treaty with us also. So therefore, we're not going to just make shalom the regular way. We're going to try to have Klaisel swear to us that they're not going to attack us. So you just see a very interesting Nakuda from the Radak that, like the Gemara in Kedushin tells us, call Paisel, Paisel, that a person who's a Ramai, a person who's a trickster, so he'll think that everybody else is a trickster, he'll think that nobody else keeps their word. So that's why the Gavinim thought that since Klaisel, since the Gavinim themselves were not very into being Yasher, not very, not very honest, so therefore they made the assumption that Klaisel also wasn't going to be very honest, and that's why they had to do this trick instead of just making Shalom, just had to make peace straight up with Klaisel. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.